Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark, just after 11 o'clock if you're watching in the Mountain Time Zone. Thank you for tuning in tonight. My name is Connor Halley. I'll be your host for this evening as we recap the Oilers' big 4-2 win over the LA Kings. We got a series. It's heading back or down to Los Angeles for a game on Friday night, then again on Sunday. Like we said, though, the Edmonton Oilers, big 4-2 win over the Kings tonight. A little bit of nervousness in that one. I felt like a little bit of deja vu the way the game was going. Uh, but Evander Kane ices the game. Uh, we'll recap all the goals in this one. The goals against all that happened tonight in the game down at Rogers Place. We've got Jay joining me as well as Waz later on here. Got Aaron Bardato back producing this show, keeping us all on track. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, or Facebook, make sure you hit that like button. If you're on Facebook, you can send us some stars. Uh, that's appreciated as well. If you're on Twitter, tag a friend, give us a like, give us a retweet. We always appreciate all of that. I see Desiree, uh, Noki, Kality, Maxime, all watching here right now on Facebook. Many more in the YouTube chat. Uh, oh, the chat's going crazy, as it usually does. Uh, I see Kyle, Brendan, Jade, and some stranger, Jimmy, X-Rod, Kale, Ebad, Corb, Anna, Ewan, Matthew, Kyle, Gonzo. I think Rusty's got to be in here somewhere. There he is. All right, Troy, everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in and uh, appreciate it. We'll see if we get those Kings fans coming in here. They were quite vocal in the chat on Monday. We'll see if they uh, back that up again tonight. I said no problem with the Kings fans joining us. We like it. We like the trash talk, but come back after every game. Uh, I don't see them in here yet, but uh, maybe they'll get in here eventually. Okay, let's get right into it. Uh, we'll get to the good, the bad, the oily, brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. Cornerstone Insurance, you can check them out at cornerstoneins.ca slash nation. Get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use discount code nation for an exclusive rate. Find out why Cornerstone Insurance brokers are ranked amongst the best in Alberta. For the good, the bad, the oily, we bring in Jay. Uh, Jay, of course, with Oilers Nation. How are you doing tonight? 
I'm doing great now. That was uh, that was a roller coaster game. A roller coaster. We uh, we deserve so feeling good. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That game was certainly something, and there's a lot to get to here in the good, the bad, the oily. Shout out Quincy, uh, Joseph, Andrew. Uh, see you guys all here. Uh, can we get a call? That might be a theme tonight here on Oilers Nation after dark. But we'll start off with the good, and the good tonight. Uh, a guy who's looked absolutely phenomenal in these playoffs so far. It's crazy what he can do in playoff hockey with two good legs. Leon Drysital uh, now with five points. In this postseason, he leads the league in scoring, uh, surpassing Anze Kopitar and Adam Fox out in New York. And uh, Leon Dreisaitl just continually doing what he does. One goal, three assists. Uh, looks like a man on a mission out there so far, Jay. I, he, he had a great, he still, still found a way to get uh, find another gear. He's uh, entered his uh, mega hot bit. That guy is just carrying showing up and performing um obviously like he's a big reason why we've had this come um, in these first two games granted we lost the first game but sleepy right now so leon's uh showed up and yeah, I mean, he's certainly looking like the guy that we know he can be and what he can do. Uh, he's been a league MVP, so it shouldn't be too surprising. But Leon Dreisaitl tonight, like I said, one goal, two shots, plus one, uh, four penalty minutes, which maybe you don't want to see too much. Uh, but laying the body, five hits, played just over 21 minutes out there as well and didn't get his uh, fun power play minutes too often either. So, uh, yeah, Leon Drysaddle. There's a lot of good players out there tonight, but Leon Drysaddle, he's going to be the good. Uh, with the good does come the bad, and for the bad tonight, I do think we have to go uh, with the penalties, and uh, Jay's just going to dip out for a minute. Uh, I don't know if Waz is going to hop on here with me. Oh, yeah, we got Waz hopping in. Waz, how you doing? What's going on? Hey, good to have you here. You were down at the Moss Pit. We'll ask you about that uh, later on here because you left a kind of a unique <laughs> time uh, right Very when it was 2-2. So, two, so uh, we'll talk about that in a second, but we got to get to the bad here. And for the bad, uh, we're going to go with the penalties. And, uh, you know, it. I, I tweeted out there when Leon Drysdale took that penalty on uh, Byfield, the trip or the hook, whatever it was, slash. I was like, yeah. that's the best penalty they've taken in a long time. At least it was in front of the net and it was slowing mm-hmm. a guy down. Uh, the Drysdale slash, not ideal. Uh, Nugent Hopkins so far away from his net. Evander Kane with that kind of just whack at it to knock the puck out uh, to give a, a short five on three. Uh, the penalties that they're taking, and I tweeted it out there. The Oilers have taken 10 penalties. The Kings have taken four. I would not argue too many of the penalties that the Oilers have taken. Like, they've all been justified penalties, uh, but they, they just got to clean that up. They can't do that in L.A. Exactly right. Um, I mean, fortunately, they got the dub, and uh, they got they tied the series. But, yeah, the penalties need to be cleaned up, the discipline. Uh, for example, Evander Kane on his, like, it was a delay of game. There was no need to have your stick up that high to try and bring down the puck. It was already going to go out of play, I believe. There was just no need for that. Dry sidle, I'm not too sure what happened there. It looked like his stick just got caught in the middle of a skate. Like that's gonna happen, I think, in a game. But in general, they need to cut down on the penalties. I think they did a better job. It just seemed like the amount of penalties they were taking started to ramp up in the second period. I thought, you know, the first period was fine. And then I obviously couldn't, I didn't really see much of the third as I was on my way home from the Moss Pit. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, I know a lot of people in the Moss Pit were not happy, especially with the Vander Kane uh, penalty. They thought my buddy Brett was beside me. He's like, ah, you can't be taking that one. 
Hundred percent. I mean, there's just been far too many occasions so far in this series where they've done that and just shooting themselves in the foot, like uh, momentum mm-hmm. killers. Even if the Kings don't score, you're taken away from what the Oilers are doing offensively, and uh, yeah, certainly something you don't want to keep on going with. Uh, 156 people in the YouTube chat. Hello, thank you guys all for tuning in here tonight. We appreciate it. Hit that like button. Uh, let's aim for like 97. No, let's aim for 99. Wayne Gretzky. Let's try to get at least 99 likes. Mm-hmm. There's 161 of you. I don't know why this is so hard to get likes, but we're going to keep on pumping that okay we'll also here get to the oily it's uh the good the bad the oily brought to you by cornerstone insurance brokers and uh we got to go with cost in 316 i mean this guy he gets out there you notice him i mean he only played mm-hmm. seven minutes 42 seconds which is wild uh but a crossbar he scores a goal the game winner now if you're Jonas Carposalo, you don't like that goal but we're not going to worry about what the Kings fans think or what the Kings think because we're Oilers nation here and uh, I mean clean cost and just what this team needed a goal from an unlikely scorer at that point in the game yeah exactly it was it was massive to really just you know having our depth guys depth guys show up at big moments you know a lot of people are asking where's McDavid where's Nuge where's Hyman but right now we're getting goals from Derek Ryan Clem Costin at big moments and this is what you want to see in the playoffs you know Clem he, he was kind of quiet throughout March you know he had a nice run of scoring in January he was pretty quiet and to have him score a big goal like this this is massive not only for the team but his confidence probably going forward as well he's probably buzzing and you know he was laying hits in game one getting some shots on net but to get a goal this is this is huge for him i think totally and uh, as desiree points out on facebook throwing the body around as well um yeah i mean he had five hits like a, a hit a minute almost i'm i'm rounding up but yeah i mean he he's out there he's making his presence known obviously trying to make a case for more playing time uh in this one uh for those wondering uh connor mcdavid 21 minutes 27 seconds uh leon dry settle 21 17 hyman just over 20 minutes a uh, darnell nurse continuing to do what he does 26 and a half minutes played in this one uh philip roberg uh you know, seventh offense when they go 11 and seven, you know, he's not going to get too much playing time. Uh, the injury to Matias Janmark obviously uh, changed the Oilers game plan of this one. He only played four minutes. And uh, if you've heard from Jason Greger of TSN 1260 and Oilers Nation, he has reported that Janmark could be done for the remainder of this series. Uh, love Jay Woodcroft. Very uh, coy about it. You know, maintenance day says what he's going to say. Like I said, he's a football coach coaching hockey, but uh, from what Gregor says could be a little bit longer of an injury. Uh, Aaron, do we have Jay? Can we bring Jay back into the, the program here? We've got Jay. Welcome back, Jay. I, I hope I'm back. I'm on Chrome. I entered in the wrong browser. So rookie mistake by me. <laughs> oh man. I think my little laptop here only has one browser, so I haven't yet made that mistake, but glad to have you back in here. Uh, let's just go with Costin. Let's stick with that one. I mean, in the NHL playoffs, it's so important to get goals and, you know, production from guys who, you know, typically wouldn't do so. We all know the the run that Fernando Pisani had back in 2006. I mean, the guy still probably doesn't have to buy a beer for himself when he goes out in this city. Clean Costin, throwing the body around, hit a post, scores a goal in only seven minutes of time on ice. Just, just what you need. Well, like, like I said, like, like McDavid's line hasn't been going yet this series right so you need uh some depth contribution obviously dry's been carrying the mail but mm-hmm. austin's been a factor you know obviously the physicality is huge but tonight he was physical and he before he scored he had a really good look and just missed the net like easily could have had another goal so once again 
you know, he does have offensive skills. So he's putting himself in, in those spaces and creating those, uh, those opportunities. And, you know, sure. Corpus Allo might want that back, but it was a pretty good shot. You know, you got to give Costin some, some love. The guy probably has a heavy shot. Probably don't want to feel it. So yeah, like lots of time for him. It's, it's amazing. He's only playing seven minutes. It feels like he's playing because <laughs> he's so noticeable when he's on the ice. Yeah. 742. Um, it's funny you mentioned heavy shot when he hit that post the sound it made that was uh the exact phrase that came to mind like man he's got a heavy shot uh so close to getting two goals that would have been massive but uh the game-winning goal for clean costin and uh what a trade that ended up being sending samarukov to st louis for costin uh no knock on samarukov the oilers defensive depth is pretty good when they made that move and now costin's here and you know in a limited time making plays you you talked about corpus Salo and you know maybe he wants that one back we kind of touched on that earlier uh was what did you make of Stuart skinner tonight uh if i grab my stats here 25 shots faced 23 saves uh, what did you think of his performance tonight? I think Stu, for the most part, played generally well, except for the, some of the go- those two goals he allowed. I think the coverage could have been a little bit better, but I think that, that's more so an issue with the team as a whole. Like you, you look at the how they went, and you're like, okay, yeah, maybe Stu could have saved that or this. But ultimately, I think the defense also could have been better on it. Uh, but generally, he played pretty solid. And with Stuart Skinner and Ned, you always kind of feel confident. You don't feel like... He's going to let in, you know, a poorly timed goal, like kind of Mike Smith last year's playoffs. So with Stuart Skinner and that, I just feel pretty, he makes you feel a bit more calm and composed when facing a shot. Yeah. 920 save percentage, a first career playoff victory. So congratulations to Stuart Skinner, obviously the accomplishments, you know, he gets the rookie win record breaking Grant Fears record at the last game of the season. Now he picks up his first win. Uh, Jay, what did you make of his performance? Yeah, like, you know, to to echo Waz a bit there, like he's a big guy who plays really good positionally, right? So you do feel calm with him. And obviously he's athletic. You know, that first goal, you know, yeah, like, you know, Ekholm went behind the net to check that guy. Boosh didn't really make that guy's path to get in front a lot easy to let Denogo do what he did to have a, a couple opportunities so it squeaked through. But that second one, that should just not go in. Um mm-hmm you know, horrific giveaway by Vinny, like Vinny, buddy, you got to feel like that guy is, 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 is water skiing behind you. Like, and then move your feet or just like, put, like make a plate. Like, I don't know what he was waiting for anyways, coughs it up and then just lets, and, and then Skinner to let that kind of, uh, that was weak and probably wants it back. Um, and obviously everyone in, in Northern nation was feeling the trauma of the night before and being like, Oh, here we go again. But you know, he held in for the third period, not to say it was a crazy onslaught, but there was some saves to be made and he did. Um, and then we just got the one goal we needed, which is nice because sometimes, you know, especially in the regular season, earlier in the regular season, we needed to get out of three goal holes and four goal holes because of a lot of poor goaltending. So Skinner kept us in, you know, I'm sure he'll want those ones back, but like Watt said, I feel, I feel confident. I'm not stressed when he's in that. Yeah. Speak on Darren. I will say there was not a love for Darren in the Moss pit. Uh, that was the one guy's name that I kept hearing when that goal, the second goal was allowed. I was like, what's Darren doing? It was not really Stuart Skinner that much. It was like, oh, Darren not getting all a lot. You can see that happening. Like from yeah. the yeah. he was just coasting out. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like you mm. like that guy is like hooking on to you. Like, you feel it. Like why, why, why do you think you have all this time space? Like it was just whatever. It was silly. Um, 
just make make the play like it doesn't it, just get the puck to a safe place doesn't have to go on a guy's stick like oh that was that was frustrating and that stuff like you got to clean up in the playoffs you can't be doing that like i wonder what Stuart skinner does he need to be better when he's on his knees when the puck's like a little bit more closer to him because it kind of looks like it trickles in a bit so i'm not sure if that's an area where Stuart skinner needs kind of be more i don't know what the, what the word i'm looking for is just tight tidier a tighter on the post, I yeah, think that, yeah. that would be one for sure. I mean, both goals kind of low to the corner, uh, but definitely tough ones. And like you guys, I was watching Darren A skate it up. And the, the first three strides, I thought, oh, this is kind of new. And then it like, oh, shit, no, get rid of that puck, buddy. Like, this he, isn't- he was mm-hmm. like he was going to get stripped or yeah. be affected like yeah. he was. Like that was happening. He let that happen. Like. It- not his game, not his game. He He's probably going to recognize that. And I would say Jay Woodcroft probably can look at this now as a good coaching moment. You won the game. You can go back and say, hey, it didn't cost us the game, but play it out. Get it to one of the, the guys on your team who can move the puck and uh, go from there. Uh, what did you guys think? Well, I'll, I'll throw it out there. I'll just say this. I, I thought Brett Kulak has had a couple good games here so far and jumping up into the rush occasionally and been, you know, pretty solid defensively. We'll start with you, Jay. Anyone, you know, kind of flying under the radar that you thought of has had a, a good start to their playoffs? That dude is such a good skater. Um, his skating is so good uh, to get him out of trouble, to move the puck. Like he was just, he was effective, um, in getting the puck up the ice on his own or, or getting it up and making that, making a good pass, like very noticeable, like this game is uh, specifically really stepped up. Like to see him be a little bit more physical, but once again, you know, he's got other big lumbering trees on, on, on the back end that can go take care of that type of stuff. But man, his skating, like that's, that's going to get us out of some jams uh, and did uh, tonight and very noticeable. How about you, Oz? Anyone stand out for you? Um, yeah, Kulak a little bit. I'll, I'll echo also what Jay said. His skating, the, the way he's able to kind of move the puck a little bit and transition from uh, through the neutral zone and just move it forward. And also, I got, I got to give love to Derek Ryan. He got the first goal <laughs> of the game there. And, you know, I, at first I didn't notice he scored. So I was kind of like just, you know, enjoying the moment. Plus in, in the Moss, but I think like some guy blew out his knee was celebrating. So that happened. Oh. So, yeah, <laughs> things that happened. Uh, but yeah, Derek Ryan, he's been awesome winning faceoffs, especially in games game one now getting this big goal so i'm loving to see the these depth guys getting these big goals while mcdavid is yet to start cooking uh snars attacks on youtube says nitpicking the win really i mean we're just pointing out things that could be corrected coachable moments learning lessons for young players yes. that's all to be uh, fair like that game should have been six nothing um like it, it's not nitpicking it's just like that first period was absolute sex like it was so beautiful they played so hard they didn't give the kings an inch they smothered them the shots they got that were terrible like and we just dictated the play and just once again we couldn't sustain that into the end the other period so like you know you can't let like the kings are good like you know yes we're better on paper and yes you know like if we're playing good we will beat them but you can't you can't show them any, like give them any op- uh, uh, holes or show weakness because they will pounce. And so, yes, we have to nitpick a little bit because we just want consistency. We still haven't gotten it yet. We had 40 minutes in the first night and then foot off the gas in the third, let them go in and just blew it all up tonight. 
fell asleep like uh, halfway through the second and just let them claw back in and, you know, found our, our stride a little bit in the third, still let a few opportunities happen, but did a way better job uh, in the third of winning some battles and also getting in front of some shots and making life a little bit easier for Skinner uh, to just seal the game. So like, that's all like nitpicking. That, that's all we want. <laughs> we're a two goal lead and we're buzzing. Like, shouldn't just like sit back on our hands and let the other team uh, take advantage. Cause like, they're not going to stop. The Kings are pesky, right? Like they don't have the scoring we do, but they have the effort. hundred percent. I mean, they, and they, I said they're lingerers and that was kind of my reference to pineapple express like lingers, man. They just, they hang around. If they're within two goals, they, they can pounce. Obviously they're, getting chances on the power play, uh, the Oilers committing to him, kind of doing these things. So yeah, uh, the lingerers, man, they, they hang around. Uh, I asked earlier, just uh, who's maybe been a little under the radar players that have impressed you. Odin says, Derek Ryan, uh, Alicia says, Yamo has been sneakily dangerous, hasn't scored, but he's been on it. Uh, Bukestad had a couple of people mentioning his name in there as well. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've liked Kyler Yamamoto's game in these, in these, I mean, there's obviously points where he's, muscled off pucks because he's just a smaller guy but he's relentless he doesn't give up on the play and uh it's great to see okay uh jay uh we were talking about this before we got on you know you threw a little money down with betway 19 plus bet responsibly uh what did you hit on tonight oh i had a nice night um well for on every day my uh my bet recommendation was a cane goal so got that right at the last minute but i'll take it um but where i went crazy because I was just convinced the Oilers were going to win. Like we all knew the Oilers were going to win, but money line was greasy. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to couple it with the with the Oilers money line and the under six and a half, but I got a little scared, so I went Oilers in regulation. Uh, which I'm a decimal guy. I don't like to do the American odds, so it's easier math. So it was 1.73 to one, and I put what's my unit size? Oh, I put four units on that, so that was a nice uh, cash. And so I'm going to LA with a nice flush account, and I'm just gonna bet with my heart and be really dumb this weekend. <laughs> I like it. Was uh, you, you make any money tonight on Betway? No, I did not. No, I I haven't made a, a nice bet uh, in a while here on Betway. But if uh, if I ever need to uh, to get some ideas, I'll definitely listen to Oilers Nation every day. So that's <laughs> yeah, check it out. Betway nineteen plus. Bet responsibly. Have some fun on that one, and uh, follow the advice of Jay because he's trying to clean up here. He's heating up right now. <laughs> that was my uh, heart. Bet responsibly. Be advised. Mm-hmm. Just, if you want to, if you want to join the roller coaster, sure, follow me. Uh, I, I'm not too sure where we're at right now, uh, Aaron. I, I know you're listening. Uh, if we have any of the goals you want to get to, uh, feel free to throw those up on the board here. Uh, Derek Ryan, I mean, the, the first goal that he he gets in these playoffs, Johnny on the spot, but Leon Dreisaitl, that move he put on Grantstrom at the blue line, like, I mean, that, that was when you're kind of like, holy cow, I think he's feeling it. Uh, then he gets the goal on the power play, uh, made it two to nothing for the Oilers. Uh, McDavid picked up his first Point of the playoffs, Evan Bouchard got an assist there as well. Loved what Bouchard did to draw the penalty, being aggressive, attacking, and Alex Ifalo takes the penalty. Oilers capitalize on the power play. The Vega, or sorry, the LA Kings obviously score two straight, tied up. Uh, Clem Costin, I think we've got the the footage of Clem Costin getting his first goal of the playoffs for the Oilers. And like I said, you know, if you're a Kings fan, you you're probably not too happy with this one going in. I think if the tables were turned, Oilers fans wouldn't be too happy, but. 
As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's playoffs. No such thing as a bad shot, and Clean Clawson kind of proves it here, Jay. Just get pucks through. Like, that's, you know, first game we were kind of being a little fancy, and we weren't doing that as much. But, like, look at Leon's goal. Like, made a nice move at the blue line. Like, he's that high and made and shot from, what, top of the circle? Got deflected, missed the net, but mm-hmm. bounces out. Ryan, boom, like, that happens. Clean, what I like about here is knock a guy off the puck, go in a battle, clean gets the puck. Takes a shot on net. He's got a heavy shot. He can put it through a goalie. So, like, you know, that's just, that, that's playoff hockey. There's going to be some nice – there's going to be some of those nice goals. And the Leon power play goal was sexy. It was beautiful. It was, it was textbook Oilers playoff or Oilers power play goal. Um, well executed. But you need to muck it up and you need to take your chances because you never know what happens when you put it on the net because there's there's traffic uh you know there's 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 people in front everyone's trying to block it so there's screens galore like you just shoot the damn puck but we did if you look at the you know the shot count tonight you know we had well north of 30 shots so we were getting the puck on net um so good that we're starting to see that uh through and also the defense what i saw and sorry i'm rambling here you know yes you want defense to shoot it but i think you know a guy like bush also who loves to just shoot into shin pads i saw a couple times he made the smart play when he saw too much traffic in front especially the guy right directly in front of him and just dumped it into the corner and just kept the puck in their zone like that to me is a guy that's like okay i've made a few mistakes i'm now gonna learn from that and make a safe play and dump it in there so that was some good stuff but yeah pucks on that pucks on that pucks on that that is playoff hockey and then crash the goddamn net <laughs> just watching the uh the dry settle goal here they got the highlights going the power play emergence back at it one for one uh, i mentioned earlier only four power plays in the playoffs so far it's only been two games but two goals so they're operating at a 50 percent click uh the la kings two goals on 10 attempts so was what do you think of the Oilers penalty kill tonight i thought they did a great job 
Yeah, I also didn't think they did a bad job in game one as well. I thought they were pretty consistent up until the end. So honestly, this is great to see that both special teams are doing well. It's just, I think, really clamping down on when it really matters most and not really allowing the Kings to get back into the game. You know, we let in a few sloppy goals. Unfortunately, I don't think they were on a, on the PK. So credit to them. and They're doing their job fine. And especially like, you know, there's a five on three. And that was easily a moment where the Kings could also get a little bit more momentum, momentum they scored. And it's just, it's just I think it, kudos to the players and also the coaching staff for really putting down the systems in place for them to be successful. Uh, some man you will say on Facebook is Connor hurt. Uh, I mean, my perspective is that he's the best player in the world. The Kings know how to play good defensive hockey and he's going to be the focal point. Jay, uh, you seen anything else? You know, the thought popped into my head just because like, you know, Connor isn't being Connor, but they are doing a good job on getting sticks on him. Um, you know, poking the puck away. Like, they're just they're they're checking him well. So Connor will adjust. He'll figure it out. It's Connor McDavid. I I I I I don't want to think it's it's an injury. I don't think there's been anything to kind of support that. I hope it's not for sure. Um, but yeah, LA, like I said, LA's good. But once again, Dry's Dry's able to navigate. Like I saw Dry against Tanoa bunch, and he was <laughs> you know schooling him. But like obviously, two different types of players when it comes to that. Like dry's ability puck protection like because dry doesn't move like he just gets into the zone and just like sticks his butt out and his back around just like moves guys around and creates his own space and then makes some crazy pass from mcdavis like speed stick out living under their triangle and doing all that stuff um so and that and that's what they're taking away and that's why he's just got to make some adjustments um uh, against these guys so you know the fact that we you know got a win um his line's still a little sleepy you know, I can take that as a positive because they will wake up. Now, Waz, you were down at the Moss pit, so I think you would have missed this. But to start off the period, uh, Jay Woodcroft jumbled up the lines just a little bit. He had Hyman with McDavid and Kane, and they went back to old reliable uh, from a couple of years ago. I think we all still look back at fondly with uh, the Yamamoto, Dryas, that all new just, uh, line. They had a great stretch. It was a historic stretch a couple of years ago. Um, justified, you think, at that point, 2-2 game to try to get a spark going? I would say so, uh, especially just to kind of get some life going and create some different chances and maybe confuse the uh, the, the Kings a little bit. You know, they're, there's a reason they're probably preparing for these lineups, you know. So, yeah, um, I, honestly, at the end of the day, the team got the job done, right? Uh, dry settle scoring, the, whatever's working right now, whatever's clicking, we've got to stick with it. Oh, I love it. The chat letting us know Philip Broberg today, uh, plus two in four minutes. Uh, that's very efficient. <laughs> Darnell Nurse was a plus I, three tonight. I like so. Philip Broberg a lot. I think he deserves a little bit more love. I know he's still young and learning, but I think he's going to become a really good defenseman. I think this game was huge for him. He no, wouldn't have got tracked down like Vinny did. Yeah, yeah. I love Vinny. But <laughs> oh, yeah. They're both going to be crucial for this team going forward. Uh, another thing that's crucial, I know people can see it behind me. I've got the uh, Oil Up t-shirt here that you can get at Nation Gear if you want to check it out. Uh, I, I was going to wear it again, but you can only see my shoulders and up. That would not do it justice. So if you want to go out and grab a shirt like this, they've got a black one with the blue. There we go. Aaron on the ball. Uh, you 
you can head over to nationgear.ca or check them out on social media at Nation Gear. It is the 2023 Oilers Nation playoff T-shirt and lots of other great stuff there that you can pick up. Lots of swag, hats, shirts, uh, dry saddle, news, getting to 100 points. Like I said, nationgear.ca. And with that, I want to bring in our producer, Aaron Bordado, because Aaron... Coming up on Friday and then on Sunday, you're going to be hosting down at Greta. It is the official Oilers Nation watch party every away game. You can reserve your table at gretabar.com slash book or text 587-418-8507. got a pop-up shop where you can get a shirt like that one. Uh, you can check them out, Gretabar, Y-E-G. Now, the only caveat with that is that it's sold out on Friday, correct? Yep. Yep, she's uh, all all taken on Friday. I don't know. There might be some walk-in spots. I, I, I think don't letting walk-ins. There's, there's no more reservations. Every mm, table's booked, so I think you know. can walk in. So Friday's booked. So if you can't come, well, if you wanted to come Friday, I was Sunday. So when I was in reservation, when I was in the pit, I was telling people if you're if you're free Sunday, come to Greta. I, I know we got no more reservations on Friday, but if you you know if you got some time, come hang out with us. It's gonna be a good time. Sunday's gonna be. Are you ready, buddy? Oh, dude, I'm so excited. These, these these are my people. I mean, hosting an event full of citizens, game three, vibes, Friday night at Greta. I know we got lots of, you know, like some prizes. I think we got some trivia, all kinds of stuff lined up, all kinds of games. I said, I'm going to be just posted up at the football machine trying to perfect my spiral. So if any citizens want to come <laughs> challenge me to a couple games, I'd love that. And yeah, we got to... We got some good surprises, I believe. I don't know exactly what merch is going to be there, but we will have merch on site so people can get all swagged up and ready to go. And yeah, man, it's going to be it's going to be a good time this weekend. But I don't think it'll be as good of a time as the man below me is going to be having this weekend. Well, thanks to our friends at AMA Travel. Uh, me, Tyler, and Bag Milk will be going down for games three and four in LA. We'll be doing our pregame shows uh, live from somewhere down there, whatever set we kind of create. But uh, yeah, going down there, going to create a bunch of content and interact with uh, fellow citizens that made the trek down. So we will host our own. Um, I guess we can't say a watch party because the watch party will be in the building, but we'll have a pregame party uh, both days. Probably, I can't remember the name of the bar, but there's one right across the street. We'll get there nice and early, so come and join us. LA Live, man. It's a, a fun mm. place. Uh, I mean, I've been telling people if they want to get down for that series, AMA Travel, best way to do so. You guys are going down and experience powered by AMA Travel. And uh, why don't we get to the AMA out of the town scoreboard? Very quickly, Hurricanes take a 2 nothing series lead with uh, the 4-3 victory over the Islanders. The Panthers doubled up the Bruins 6-3. That series tied now at a game apiece. And the Stars Wild, you're going to want to watch the highlights of that one. It get kind of crazy towards the end of the game. Players were getting kicked out. Nobody was on the Minnesota bench. Uh, Stars win seven to three uh yeah it was a it was a fun one playoff hockey is the absolute best and uh you just know that animosity is going to build up in this oilers series uh we'll start off with you was what have you thought of the physicality in this one i i know you know there's there's going to be those scrums after every whistle but uh are you expecting this to blow up soon i think so i i we saw a little bit of, a, of it in game one not as much this game i think the players are trying to kind of stay out of the box so they're not trying to be overdue when it comes to the physicality so i, I think it, it's starting to cook a little bit definitely uh, as you know as the series progresses it's gonna get pretty pretty nasty what do you think jay 
Yeah, no, I think uh, I, I, I love playoff hockey. It's it's so passionate and full of emotion. I think the Oilers have done a good job of, you know, they've been leading the way with with um, with hits every game so far. Um, big margin today, not as much, just maybe I think one more, one more than LA in game one. Um, so, but once again, we're kind of dictating that just where we just need to be smart is just on the, the silly retaliation stuff. Like, like that dry slash call, like mm-hmm. I, I get it, dude, like Kempe is a loser. Like I get it. Like, and <laughs> like the first slash was probably enough, uh, to kind of set the tone, but like take his number, find him in a, you know, good situation and smoke him. Like that's like, that's what you got to focus on. Like that's your payback. Um, and and that's what's going to lead us to pissing them off to want to slash us all the time to draw lots of penalties. So I think we just can't get too uh, too selfish. But, you know, I'm liking the emotion. Kane is just in there all the time, just being a pest. And, you know, he's obviously a big, strong dude, so he can handle himself really, really well. And and Clem also is, is is pretty feisty in there, so um, that's great. The other one also is Ekholm. Ekholm just like breaks up the plays in the corners just because he's just a Viking man, determined to to exact his will on anyone. Him and Arvidsson got a fun thing going, even though they're countrymen, um, uh, which is which is fun to see. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm here for it. We're a team that's designed for it, so we should be dictating the pace of that stuff because if people want to come and play that game, like that's, that's probably where we want them. Um, Cause that's going to, you know, give Leon and and, and Connor uh, abilities to have more time and space to do the things they want to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm vibing it. It's just, it needs to be, we need to sustain it though. Like it's, you know, first period we are, we are smoking them. We're winning every battle and we are hitting them every chance we get. And then it slows down. We start losing some battles, not being as physical, letting them skate around a little bit and then sure as shit, Boom, they pot too, right? So we need to be consistent with it. Uh, Rusty with a great stat here. Over 200 combined hits in the first two games, LOL. Uh, Rusty, the reckless optimist, usually optimistic. That's a, that's just facts right there. Uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. Uh, I'll ask you guys this one very quickly here. Uh, which period was the Oilers' better period? And I want to ask the people on YouTube, Facebook as well. The first period in game one or the first period in game two? Because game one, I, I thought if this is how they play in this series, this is a sweep. The Oilers are going to outscore them by double digits in total. Like, I thought that was such a dominant period. Uh, but starting, with, we'll go Aaron, and then we'll go clockwise. I think that's how it's going to work. Aaron, uh, which was the better period? Game one, game two first. Uh, that's really a tough choice. And that was two nights ago, and I had lots of beverages. So <laughs> my memory's a little fuzzy on that. But, man, today it really stood out that the whole felt like the entire first period. You kept looking at that number zero shots up there on the scoreboard the whole time. Like I was flabbergasted by that. The entire period was in the King's end and we were owning pace of play, cycling pucks, winning every battle. So I'm going to go with today's first period as it is more fresh in my brain as well. I think I, I, I don't even think you have to be worried about uh, whether being fresh or not. I think you made the right choice like that would like, we like they couldn't breathe. Like they just like we we gave them no room. That that penalty kill that we had in the first period, like and the minute they had a puck, there was a guy on him, like on him, not like sitting there waving a stick, like gave the guy no room on a on a penalty kill. Like it was like the physicality, the pace at which we played, 
Uh, and the fact that we just kept them on their heels and didn't allow them to get anything. And if they did get a shot off, we blocked it and got in the way. Like the fact was it 16 minutes without a shot or something crazy like that. Like that's insane. It's insane. Like if we do that, you're going, you're going deep. Was what do you got? I, I would say the second period, you know, we talked about like, I don't think they got a single shot up until like there was maybe three minutes left in the first period. Uh, while in like the first in game one in the first period, they seemed very confident. I would say in this first period, they were just more determined. You know, they really wanted to claw back and make sure let LA know who's boss. And the fact that we're not allowing as many shots is a great sign, especially in the playoffs. You want to be better, tighter defensively. And if we think back to last playoffs, we were sometimes allowing, you know, four goals, three goal games. And so far, it's not been the case, I'd say. Yeah, minute 43 left in the first period. That's when the Kings got their first shot. So, yeah, that was it was smothering. It, it was, you know, almost perfection for the Oilers early on in that game. Uh, Carlos says no shots on Skinner for the first 18 minutes. Death tonight. Uh, looking here on the old YouTube chat here. Uh, Ravina says game one. Uh, Joe Coffee McDavid equals McFlu. Oh, that's a whole other conspiracy we got to get into. Uh, Jake says game Blue two. Game. Oh, could this be his flu game? I mean, if Connor McDavid had a flu, he played 21 and a half minutes, uh, two and a half on the PK, six shots. Uh, I mean, that would be pretty impressive, but I mean, that would not surprise me because he's he's that good. But you know, you know, when you have the flu, I think uh, a key to it is get, getting back into getting those solids into your body. So, Connor McDavid, maybe before he heads out to LA, he wants to go out to. Noodle Noodle, you know, check them out, get some noodles. There's, you know, tons of locations in the city here. And when you go to Oodle Noodle, you can pick up a sticker. Maybe Connor McDavid could throw it on the back of his car. He could put it on wherever he wants. Show Oilers Nation that he is a citizen. So check them out. Oilers Nation uh, stickers for all the fans at every Oodle Noodle location in town here. Uh, I think I might have to go get some tomorrow on the way to work. There's one right across the street from me and I still need to get a sticker. So uh, that might be part of the game plan here. Uh, let's get to this before we wrap up here. We'll do our, our Betway picks. So game three, series tied at one apiece, uh, Friday night, 8 o'clock in Los Angeles. Should be a nice fun one, probably closer to 8.20 by the time the puck is actually dropped. Uh, we'll be back here around the same time, 11 o'clock, to recap all that happened. But uh, let's get one Betway pick and then a score prediction. Uh, Waz, we'll start with you. We'll go counterclockwise this time. I'm feeling a Leon Dreisaitl hat trick. Ooh. I'm going to go bold. He's buzzing. I think he's, you know, he's doing well right now. And a Conor McDavid goal. You know, we're gonna, it's going to be a little big goal there. I have what a score prediction. Uh, I, I'll go like a 5-3. Five, 5-3 three. Five, three Edmonton. I like it. Jay, what do you think? Um, I think this is where McDavid now kind of enters the chat. Um, so I'm wondering if he's a two point or three point guy that night, but we'll go three. So we'll bet that cause the odds will be better, even though it doesn't pay much. doesn't matter what any Connor bets horrific. <laughs> um, but I think what I will do is I would pair it up, uh, with, with that way you can get those pre-built bets. So I would do Oilers money line, uh, with Connor two plus points, um, would be my bet for that night. I don't know what the odds are yet, but we'll be juicy enough. It'll be plus money for, for those that follow the American odds. So that, and then score. Oh man. Game three in uh, LA last time was just crazy. It was at six, nothing or something insane. Um, 
I'm going to go. I'm going to go simple. I'm going to go 4 1 Oilers. Aaron, what do you think, buddy? Um, well, tonight I actually went with Oilers money line and the under. So that, Connor, you know, that's not usually my game, but it's playoffs and Kings, Kings are defensive, you know, could see that one coming. But I think on Friday I would sprinkle. I feel like I want to sprinkle on a Yamamoto goal because he's, he's been buzzing out there. And if they continue the Nuge or Rye Dry Kai line and they keep that going, he's been buzzing out there. I know he gets kind of, like you said earlier, manhandled off the puck, but you notice him. He is always battling. He's a honey badger on the forecheck. I could see him burying one. And yeah, I kind of like the over. So maybe money line over sprinkle on Yamo. I like it. I like it on Facebook. It says Hyman and Nuge will score. I actually wrote that down as both of those players benefiting from McDavid over one and a half points for both of them. I think that line's going to break out. Uh, the Oilers, Road Warriors, 27, 11, and three, sixth best road team in the NHL this season. And I think, uh, you know, Jay's going down there. There's going to be a ton of Oilers fans. I know some people that are uh, lining up tickets as we speak to watch that game. I think the boys are going to be pumped up by that crowd. So I think the Oilers walk away with a 5 3 win. And uh, Jay, Ty, Baked Milk, anyone else going down? I wish. Yeah. Weather I, looks good. I think those going down are going to have a lot of fun this weekend in Los yeah. Angeles. If you're not going down, of course, head down to Greta Friday night, Sunday night. Aaron's going to be behind the mic, and uh, I know he's going to have a good time. I know everyone's going to have a good time there. And uh, one last thing I got to say, because... It is one of my favorite restaurants. No lie, Boston Pizza. They've got the Fanalytics playoff menu powered by Boston Pizza Fanalytics. Uh, you can visit your local Boston Pizza to check out their new Fanalytics menu, including new items powered by Fanalytics. And I'm looking at the menu right now. Um, the pizza flights, like that's a phenomenal concept. Anytime you can throw in three little pizzas. Uh, beer flights are cool too, but uh, you get a pizza flight, phenomenal garlic parm fries, delicious the triple play uh, bandera bread oh man chicken tie bites cactus cut potatoes i mean you get those all on one little plate that's phenomenal so boston pizza uh if you're you, you know you're getting me fired up yeah oh, man. <laughs> i've got a i've got a fanalytic stat to share let's do it i don't even know if it's, it's a stat but it's definitely fanalytics you gotta lose one if you're gonna win in five. So we got out of the way, and now we're rolling. <laughs> Quick maths by yep, Jay. Yep, that's correct. Carry the one. <laughs> I do believe we are supposed to provide some sort of analytics. So that was when I, you know, the Oilers won the game four to two. Uh, McDavid had one assist. Drysaddle had three points. Now has the league lead for playoff scoring. Things are good. Uh, guys, thanks so much for doing this tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, to everyone who got on here for Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, thank you for doing so. Make sure you hit that like button before we wrap up here. Uh, that goes a long way if you're on Facebook. You can send us some stars. I think that's always a, a big one for us also. So send those stars, Twitter, retweet. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe across the Oilers Nation network, whether it's Facebook, Instagram. Uh, give them a follow on Twitter, TikTok, uh, the content crew with Oilers Nation. Continue Continuously puts out outstanding stuff. You can read the articles up at OilersNation.com. Uh, I, I tell people all the time, I like to go back and look at the numbers for how we did the next day. And I'm like scrolling for like five minutes because there's so much fresh content on the Facebook page. So uh, check it out. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, whatever you have to do. Keep that up. Uh, 
again to everyone who tuned in thank you for tuning in on behalf of aaron j was everyone at oilers nation i'm connor Halley. thank you guys for tuning in tonight we'll talk to you on friday after another hopefully hopeful oilers win thanks again